Welcome back to today's episode. And today we are delving into the intricate workings of the human mind in the context of pivoting your business or creative ideation. So grab yourself a notepad. We're about to explore the depths of mental barriers that often hinder entrepreneurial journeys. You are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage, and push you to a new edge of discovering what that big CEO energy means for you. Listen, I understand that we have barriers that we carry from when we were once employees, and those have impacted us as we continue to build our businesses. I'm here to walk alongside you and give you encouragement through interviews with friends and other women in business who have broken down those barriers and paved their own way. Tune in with me as we uncover some of the unconscious things that we do that keep us from building that big CEO energy we've always dreamed about. Let's dive in. Fear. The first adversity we encounter. It often arises from the anticipation of the unknown, right? It's, it's this persistent voice whispering worst case scenarios. You're going to fail. Do you really think you're worth that? Who's even going to listen to you? It really makes us question our abilities and our decisions. However, if, if we examine fear closely, I think we'll realize a few things that it's First, a primal instinct designed to keep us safe. So we have fear that is implanted in us that is good fear. And if we embrace it as this natural response, it allows us to acknowledge it without allowing it to control our actions. The controlling of the actions is the other part of fear that really takes off and What I'm asking from us in this episode is to really accept fear as a companion rather than an adversity because it can enable us to move forward despite its presence and fosters a resilience that really propels us towards our goals. Let's let's now uncover kind of the, the intricacies of resistance to change, right? Because when we're working on something new, There's the fear that lets us know, hey, are you sure about this? Do you really want to take this on? And then if we, if we ignore fear and we let it just show up and we let it start driving the bus, what happens is is it takes its own path and it starts giving us resistance to change. And this resistance is awfully deeply rooted in our psychological makeup. And it stems from this evolutionary preference for stability and predictability, right? So if something that you are doing is new and not normal for you, fear heightens itself and says, ooh, this is going to be really scary. And then up comes resistance and says, okay, so we're not going to do that because that is not normal. That is not what we do in our comfort zone. But I think change is the heartbeat of progress. It's an opportunity for growth and adaptation. It's embracing change 
that involves rewiring our thought process to really view the unfamiliar, right, as this canvas for innovation and advancement. If we think about kind of this reparenting aspect, most of us come into parenting with certain things that we are not willing to take on that our parents did, right? And it is the same thing when we move into making business decisions. If we can get on the side of embracing change and knowing that it's coming, knowing that it's going to be different, knowing that it possibly will be scary, and it possibly honestly could fail, but if you get in the habit of letting change be this thing that is exciting, that it's, if something does fail, great. We're just moving on to the next thing. What is next on my list, right? But it's about creating this mental environment where change is not just tolerated, but it's so welcomed and we even sought after it. I think then what happens is we move into this perfectionism sort of thing, right? So we say to fear, okay, yep, great. I am going to set you aside. Like you have a place, but it is not the place of the driver's seat. You got to move to the back of the bus. So fear's in the back of the bus, right? And resistance is hanging out with him. They are the cool kids in the back, but they're not causing a disturbance. They're just there along for the ride. And we've already addressed them. We've already looked them in the face and said, we're good. Like, I see you. I appreciate your concern, but also I'm going to keep going. Perfectionism then shows up and it's this silent assassin of creativity, right? While we're striving for excellence and, and that could be commendable, an obsessive pursuit of perfection really can lead to stagnation. So it's important really to differentiate between striving for excellence and demanding flawlessness. And that often can be a rift in our business decision-making and what we do inside of our business. I have this running thing with my clients where it says, done is better than perfect. When it's done, we can move on to something else. But if you are always circulating around this perfectionism, it's never going to be done. You're always going to be hyper-focusing on it. You're never going to get to the next big thing. But when you embrace a growth mindset, it really allows us to view these mistakes as as stepping stones, right? Rather than roadblocks. It's kind of like when you're looking at a cobblestone path, right? Nothing is really truly perfect. Nothing is really set in stone. But if you stand back and you look at it, it's really, really beautiful. But there's mistakes in the stones, Some stones of the path have been worn down way more than others, right? Some stones are a little more shiny. Some are just a little bit of a different color. Some stones you think are pretty. Some stones you don't see as very, very pretty, but they're all there and they're all working and they're all harmonizing and they're doing what needs to be done. Now, you as a as a person, as a cobblestone sort of maker, you're not going to go and you're not going to make sure that every single stone is perfect. Because if you do that, then you're not going to have enough for the road that you are on. It's about fostering a culture that values progress over perfection and encourages experimentation and learning from every experience, no matter how imperfect. 
when you look at the stones on a cobblestone roadway, you don't pick out the imperfect ones. You look at it as a whole, right? And you say, this is really beautiful. And what did they do to create this? You don't pick and choose which ones are beautiful and and keep those in your mind. Now let's shine a little light on the shadow of self-doubt. It's that persistent whisper casting doubt on our capabilities. It's feeding this imposter syndrome and really breeding insecurity. That's what it does when we have self-doubt. However, self-doubt can also be this double-edged sword, right? It pushes us to critically evaluate our actions and decisions. But on the flip side, what happens is if we do that too sharply, it then paralyzes us with indecision, where we we feel like we cannot make a decision. We can't move forward because we have all these things telling us that we're not capable. And when we develop a strong sense of self-awareness, it really enables us to acknowledge our strengths and weaknesses without this self-doubt cloud of judgment. So what I always like to think of it as is pulling out at a 500 foot view and really looking at your life, looking at your business and saying, okay, this is an area where we should be, you know, really optimizing, but I don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. I'm either A, going to learn it, or I'm going to go find someone to help me. But it's about cultivating this resilient mindset that acknowledges the possibility of failure, but it believes in the capacity for growth and learning. So if you believe in the capacity of growth and learning, then you don't have an opportunity to acknowledge that there's a possibility of failure. And then when the failure happens, or if the failure happens, you objectively then can look at it and say, oh, interesting. So it didn't work because of X, Y, and Z. Those are things that I either need to tie up or I need to find somebody to help me. X, Y, and Z, da, 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 da. But you're in this growth mindset where you can objectively view things as opportunities to move it in a different direction. But you can't do that when you have impatience and really have often underestimated this balance between ambition and practicality. You know, in a world driven by instant gratification, it's really easy to overlook the importance of patience. Building a successful business and whatever successful business means to you or fostering groundbreaking ideas really requires the steadfast perseverance and unwavering commitment to the journey. Even even when the results seem distant, right? Even when it's not something that is going to be complete in the next month, but it's going to take you another five years. You have to be in no less than steadfast perseverance and an unwavering commitment to how that journey is playing out. And practicing patience, and I'm I'm laughing at myself, and if my husband is listening, he's going to laugh too, because he's like, you are the least impatient, you are the least patient person that I know. And it's true. In most areas of my life, I am like the instant gratification queen. I want things done now, and I don't want them done later. 
And so it is very hard for me, especially in business, to practice patience. But I promise you, (laughs) if you start practicing patience in your personal life, your personal development then becomes your business development and you're able to do it in your business. But practicing patience involves understanding that significant achievements are seldom immediate. And that consistent focused efforts compound, right, over time to yield substantial results. That is nothing new under the sun, but I think it's really easy for us to kind of get lost in that. And I think it's really easy for us to push it to the side and say, yeah, but I want. And we don't think about what is needed. We think about what is wanted. And so if you are confronting these mental barriers, I want you to understand that these mental barriers involve a profound journey of self-awareness and introspection, like no doubt about it. It's literally about understanding the intricacies of your human psyche and really leveraging them to fuel our entrepreneurial endeavors. When we cultivate resilience and embrace change and value progress over perfection and nurture self-belief and exercise patience, there is no way that growth will not come and that you are not paving the way for transformative growth and resilience. And aren't those the things that we're really looking for? right? Aren't those the things that when we look at what everybody else is doing on social media, when we look at what other businesses are thriving, that those are the things that they have worked really, really hard on. And if somebody else tells you different, they are highly mistaken and they probably are not as successful as they are leading to be. And what is success, right? What what can we define by success? What does that mean to you? I think everybody has an added layer. But I think success for me is if I can get myself to a position where I have this high self-awareness and introspection on understanding who I am, how I show up in my business, how my business is going to operate with and without me. I then can understand where the barriers are and begin to start chipping away on those because I I really feel like if we chip away at our barriers and we look fear in the face and say, I see you, I hear you, but also I'm going to do it anyway. That is when we really start to grow and really that's when our business starts to flourish because we are comfortable, we we like to live in the unknown, right? We like to do exploring and we're like we like to try different things and sometimes those things will surprise us and yield monetary results. And that's really really beautiful, but you wouldn't even be able to get yourself to that point if you didn't do all of this work. So I hope that this was helpful to you in the sense that It allows you to see maybe some parts and pieces that we all need to work on. And if that is you, I want you to keep showing up. I want you to keep exploring the strategies and the techniques to fortify your mental resilience in this dynamic world of business, right? And creativity, 
But until then, I want you to remember to embrace the challenges, celebrate your journey, and keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you heard something that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. This helps more people just like you become inspired to move the needle of their big CEO energy into a positive direction. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals. 